You're listening to That's Basically the 80s. Here are your hosts, Chris and Corey. What the hell am I looking at? When does this happen in the movie? Now. You're looking at now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past that. When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Well, I'm not going to lie. We are back. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Spaceballs, the podcast uh, audience. That's right. That's you guys. Yep. And we're Spaceballs, the podcast hosts. When are we the hosts? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we timed this one perfect. Yep. Yep. Happy birthday to Daphne Zuniga. Oh, yeah. Happy that? birthday. How do you say her if last name? I have no idea who she even is. Uh... Yeah, that. Oh, Daphne Zuniga. Zuniga. Sure. Yeah, Princess Vespa. Oh, okay. She just turned. Now, when you say Daphne, this says Agnes. What the fuck? Well, you're wrong. It says Daphne. Oh, there she is. I wonder if Agnes is her mom. I think you accidentally clicked on the bio and Agnes came up somehow. Happy birthday, lady from The Fly 2 and this movie and nothing else. Yeah, really. So, yeah, her birthday was a couple of days ago. Didn't really know that, but yeah, so... That's a, that's we timed a that intentionally, so... So, I've got uh, something to say real right. quick. What do you got? Because, I mean, we kind of are... Don't you lay it on the line. <laughs> we, kind, we kind of make them small dick jokes. Yeah. And, you know, we're kind of perverted and swear a little, whatever, right. you know. We make big, di- big dick jokes, too, though. We do so. make those big dick jokes and stuff. So. Shout out. So, yeah, this is our first actual podcast recording where the movie is already perverted for us right like we don't have to do anything yeah we could just sit here and say yeah we could just say mel brooks jokes back We're just and forth. Like, yeah we'll just agree i agree with how what they did with this silly joke like when uh dark helmet got really mad and then he schwartz that guy in the nuts it's uh-huh. exactly what i would have done yeah so good job rick moranis darth vader schwartz guy mm-hmm. so let's uh let's start this thing off right let's talk a little bit about Mel Brooks, if you want. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that some of his movies are like my favorite slapstick comedies of the 80s. And maybe for sure. 90s. Well, all the way from the 70s mm-hmm. to the 90s for me. Yeah, because like Young Frankenstein is in the 70s, right? Right. And so that's, that's really good. That's uh, Gene Wilder, right? Yeah. But he had to be in it somewhere, right? Or was it? It's a Mel Brooks movie and then Gene Wilder's in it, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. And then... Um, He's the mad scientist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I love... Uh, History of the World, Part mm-hmm. 1 and 2. It's both great movies. Yep. Uh, we both really like Blazing Saddles a lot. Oh, yeah. Love it. I think that might be your favorite one of them all. Actually, my favorite one of them all, I think, is Dracula Dead Loving It. Oh, that that one came out in the 90s, but that that has two of the greats. It has Mel Brooks and Leslie Nielsen in it. Mm-hmm. And so when you get those together, I feel it's like wild. I feel no matter what is going to happen, it's going to be dumb as hell, uh-huh. but it's going to be a, so much fun. Yeah. You know, and he's, you've got, because I think Mel Brooks is actually like Van Helsing in that one. And Leslie, Leslie Brooks, Leslie Brooks. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, is mm-hmm. uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. And so Van Helsing, I, my favorite part is like when he's just, Van Helsing has an apprentice and they're going to stake a freshly killed vampire or freshly made vampire or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's sleeping and Leslie Nielsen hides behind his pillar and the guy stabs her with the heart and there's like sprays blood everywhere and he just walks out and he's like location 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 <laughs> so anyways just Mel Brooks yeah yeah great movie 
Uh, great movies, great um, director, and then like stars in all of his movies too, which is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Because in this one we have uh, Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. and we have that fucking president from mm-hmm. Independence Day. Is it like Bill Pullman? Yeah, and of course John Candy. Mm-hmm. Barf. Yep. Barfus. Barfolio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of barf. And Pizza the Hut's in it. Oh yeah, Pizza the Hut. He ate um, himself to death. Yeah. Spoiler well, alert. It's too bad. And then that dude that plays the king, he was in something big in the eighty or seventies, right? That my that Carrie brought up. Oh yeah, had like eighty-seven kids or something. Yeah, like, um, God, what the fuck was that? She's like, he's in that one show with a whole bunch of kids, and we were both like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know. It was like called Seven of Us or something. Seven of Us. I don't know. It was just like, could you imagine having like eighty-seven kids? No. Like you'd just be fucking all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you doing tonight? Well. You already know. I haven't had a baby in two weeks, so yeah. guess what? You got to get another one of those on the way. Yeah. Um. Nope. I don't know what I would do with that. That's too much, man. You can't be outnumbered by your kids. Um. I. I am. I know. So are you? No. You're I two, two to kids. one. Yeah, but they're. I'm like basically two people. Oh and yeah, they're two can, people. Because you have a a wiener and a clitoris. No. Oh, it's too much. <laughs> Or you have two personalities. I just am like so awesome that I like emanate two different people. Corey and Coralie. Yeah. They're like, dad, I want this piece of candy. And you're like, no. And then they run into the other room and come back out and be like, hey, mom, dad says if you say I can have this, it's okay. And you're like, "Mm -hmm. did he really say that? Son of a bitch. Shit. I'm not going to be the bad guy here. ask your father. And then I'm like, okay. (laughs) Just play both sides. Those kids, they got your number, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the fuck that guy is from. Neither do but, I, but he was oh, in some. And also, I star in this movie. Oh, yeah? Prince Valium. Oh, yeah. Because I'm always yawning during You're these podcasts. <laughs> I'd probably be Bar's tail if I had to star in this movie. Just the tail? Yeah. Because he's like going up the skirts and stuff. He's going up skirts, and then every time he turns around yeah. in the cockpit, he slaps Lone Star in the head. Slaps I would him be. This way, slaps him that way. I'd be um, Darth Helmet for sure dark helmet yeah yeah and he's like playing with the dolls in the room oh my god your helmet is so big oh princess vespa <laughs> you're so cute and then i'd be the lieutenant coming in sir we're here never yeah. come in on my knock first i didn't see you time. yeah i didn't see you playing with your toys <laughs> i'd be like Corey, you need to put on your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. nope yeah so where do you want to start with this i mean we've got um, we're seven minutes into it or so and we've got so many things that we could talk about this yeah. movie's just so good. The movie starts out with me yawning at my funeral, at my uh, funeral, at my wedding right. with Princess Vespa, and then um, she's just like, "Fuck, I don't want to marry this guy." And then he's, and then the guy's like, "Well, we have to." And then she just runs off and escapes in her Mercedes. Yeah, and she takes uh, Dot. Yeah, which is, I guess, the female version of C three PO. Right. The bad thing is there was no R two D two. Like, what would the R two D two be like if there was one in it? No idea. Because like Dot. She didn't, like, calculate any odds annoyingly or anything like that, so she didn't really play, like, C-3PO. She just sort of looked like him. Would R2-D2 just be, like, a short garbage can-looking thing, but instead mm-hmm. of his wheels with just, like, two balls on the side? Maybe, yeah. Rolling around, like, a couple of balls and wiener? Could be. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we basically kind of broke down the beginning of the movie. You've got the little wedding sleepy-ass motherfucker mm-hmm. and the girl running off, right? Right. So she bolts out of town, but then we introduce the heroes, right? Yep. And just cruising through space, what other than a busted-ass Winnebago 
with fucking wings and rockets, right? Yeah. So yeah, they're listening to Bon Jovi. Right. And so you got Worf, but Worf. I keep wanting to call him Worf. He's from fucking Star Trek. <laughs> it's Barf. Right. He's in there jamming, eating his what? Fucking chicken wings? Something like that, yeah. And uh, like a dog bowl. Yeah. And then he's got his milk bones. Mm-hmm. And then the phone rings. And you got Lone Star up there, obviously nursing a hangover, right? Yeah. Passed out in there. Because, you know, they're just living a bachelor life out there. Chicken wings and beer. Beer and a little bit of strange here and there, right? Mm-hmm. So then he gets on the intercom, yells at Barf, answer the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And then Barf has to come all the way across the Winnebago to the cockpit, hit the answer button right there in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's something we would do for sure, right? Right. And uh, he's like, well, I'm going to put it on audio so he can't see you. And then instantly just hits the video. Hits one. the video, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so there you got this little robot dude who, did they even say his name? No, he kind of looked like one of the, like, Blues Travelers, yeah. right? Yeah. I kind of imagined he'd be in, like, I don't know, Total Recall or something, just, like, in a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, yeah, so then, and then he's like, oh, and then Pizza the Hut's going to come make sauce out of you or whatever, right? Right. And they're like, fuck. Then it shows Pizza the Hut. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I think it's pretty cool, pretty creative. You've got Job of the Hut, then you got Pizza the Hut. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it was, It's I pretty gross. Like, he's all, like, melty cheese and stuff pepperoni's falling in his mouth and everything right for sure and then so he's like oh we're gonna get you your hundred thousand zambino what were those things called the smackaroos smackaroos there was a different one than uh, roger rabbit what Mm -hmm. they call them simoleons simoleons he's like a hundred thousand simoleons he's like nope Mm -hmm. interest bitch yeah a million yeah he's like that's unfair and he's like yeah only to you guys yeah it's good for us i like how i can't remember anyone's name in a movie we watched like just barely but then five months ago we watched roger rabbit and i remember simoleons from that (laughs) (laughs) it's very selective memory yeah that's true like i could ask you the main character's name Mm -hmm. the only reason why you remember Pris volume is because uh because i'm always yawning you're always part of the yawny depth club Mm -hmm. but he's not the main character that that's true i actually did know bill pullman's actual name so damn so you're on a roll tonight yes how much coffee did you have today a lot actually did you actually i think you stopped by the mini mart on the way and you're like i want to buy this coffee and then i'm going to pay you an extra two dollar tip to wind up my thinking knob Mm -hmm. yep crank my knob and i got slapped i I met my thinking knob jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) oh and the guy who works there his name's herb by the way but so anyway so just kind of wanted to just introduce our characters a little bit, you know. Obviously, they're fucking rockers. They're out there jamming Bon mm-hmm. Jovi. So if you're out in a space Winnebago, right? What are you jamming to while Motley you're Crew? Motley Crew, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Maybe a little bit of Bon Jovi. Like probably just gonna have it on like '80s hair bands. Mm-hmm. Like I think Hair Nation is what you play out there, right? Yeah, like Skid Row and shit. Then after you're getting close to the end of the night, then you're moving on to like '90s pop music that's a little bit downer and depressing mm-hmm. and then you fall asleep i've been listening to that um that i love you always forever near or far closer together i've been listening to that song we're just pounding beers in the wanna bingo driving through space that's right dodging asteroids and shit stop at that strip club on uranus you know what i'm <laughs> speaking saying? of that that's <laughs> another awesome mel brooks thing because what did their there's bumper stickers says bumper i love stick- uranus i heart uranus <laughs> i heart uranus yeah uranus <laughs> Your, funny. What is the actual pronunciation? I'm pretty sure it started out as Uranus and then like because um, the scientific of, community are not five-year-olds and the rest of the world is. They're like, oh, it's actually pronounced Uranus. And then someone in the back's like, bullshit. Uranus. <laughs> hey, guess what planet right. me and your mom went to last night? <laughs> no, we went to Pluto, sicko. Yeah. Oh, that's not a planet anymore. 
I think it is again, actually. Is it? I can't remember, but I thought I heard it was. Fuck, I'm so far behind on Not the really science. An astronomer, but... Is it astronomy or astrology? Astrology is like astrology this, is definitely like not. That's like astronomy. finding like the Lion King and the fucking stars yeah. and shit, right? <laughs> it's like I'm a, a Virgo because <laughs> I was born in July. It's actually Cancer in July. That's, but that's Ryan's belt. Mm-hmm. You're a Cancer. Yep. I'm a Sagittarius. Nice. Sagittarius. Like it's like the sanitarium. Yeah, joke you can, we made you last. Do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I'm like the best thing. I'm a Cancer. And then on the Chinese um, menu, yeah, <laughs> I'm a cock. I think so. You're a cock. I might be a rat. I you're a cock right. cancer. I'm pretty sure my wife's a cock, and I think I'm a dog. Or she's a dog, and I'm a. I think I'm just an asshole. Maybe I'm a rat. I can't remember. Shit! How many times have we went to a Chinese restaurant and actually? It's actually not this? that. It's like the the Chinese New Year's astrology thing. <laughs> but I'm on the Chinese table placemat. <laughs> I, re- I remember this vividly. I might be this or this, or I could be this. <laughs> Watch us be completely off. It's so dumb. I'm one of those 12 signs for sure, though. So anyways, after we see them, mm-hmm. right, then it shoots over to planet Spaceballs. Yeah. Because obviously they're just a planet that's inhabited, and then they just have a bunch of buildings that are shaped like balls, right? Right. That's what I gathered from it, is why they're called Spaceballs. Because all, they're all balls, yeah. Yeah. And so you've got Mel Brooks, who is the president. Mm-hmm. I don't know, remember what his name was. doesn't matter. But I like how he's just kind of like sitting in his office, and then he pulls out the little can out of his locked drawers, oh, yeah. like a little can of Pierre Air. Yeah, Pierre Air. Pierre Air. And he's just like sniffing on it. And then the fucking lady comes in on the can. On the He gets like a big deep hit of it, like... And, and then she's she like, on the President, and he fucking throws the can. <laughs> yeah. I need sniffing air. What's up? That's so good how he just throws the can. I hope they did like five takes to just get like the perfect, the like, perfect can throw. Aggressive throw. Yeah. Like, right? It was so comedic <laughs> as far as the can flew. And then they're like, We need you on the bridge. And he's like, All right, I'll come over there. And she's like, Why don't we beam you? And he's like, I don't really trust that science shit. Why don't we have snotty? I like how they call him snotty instead of Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, It's totally safe. Snotty beamed me twice last night. It was wonderful. It was glorious. <laughs> it was glorious. Magnificent. <laughs> and she just gets all like seductive. She was, I think she was my favorite character. She was awesome. She was only in it. Like, okay, my favorite side character or whatever. Because mm-hmm. she was only in it for a couple of times, right? Because right. she's got that badass scene. And then she's got the other badass scene, which you mentioned while we were watching the movie. Because mm-hmm. obviously you're going to put a big camera screen right above your urinal, right? Right. So people can just call on you while you're taking mm-hmm. a pee. And then she catches a glimpse. And then she's just looking down and then looks at the camera and smiles. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that was a devious smile. Like, that's a, that's a funny one. Well, it was one. Mel Brooks. I'm sure that he was making a, my dick's big joke. Right. Well, that's <laughs> what know? I'm saying. Like, from her, you don't know if it's like, yeah, that's uh, that's comically small or right. like, damn, you know? Yeah. like. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, since it's his character... Because it's Mel Brooks that she's looking at, then I would assume that he means like she's smiling because it's big. But if it was another character, she would like smirk. Like have a smirk on there? Yeah, it's because he is the one that she's looking at. I think he would be like, no, dude. So then she would go like, if Mel Brooks is making this movie, so then it goes to Lone Star, and then she kind of gives you that smirk like. Silly. I can't believe that guy put a camera there. Well, I guess that would be why you'd put the camera in your bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, If you're just like packing that meat. You'll put one there just in case somebody calls. Be like, oh, you know, man. what if someone has to call me? 
be when like, I'll call you up and be like, Corey, oh, why, Corey? And you're like, I got you every time, yeah. man. Why do you keep calling this number if you don't <laughs> want to see Dick? Yeah, you see me calling, <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck, you just put me on hold for a second, and uh-huh. then you hurry up and run to the bathroom and then hit play, or hit call, whatever, answer, and then I'm like, fuck, every time you're like, I don't know, man, you always call while I'm peeing. Call forwarding to the bathroom with me. <laughs> I've been here for hours. I just stand here and wait for a <laughs> phone waiting call. for the new intern to call. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> so anyway, so then he finally talks him into beaming him up, right? Right. So then he beams him out there and his fucking head yeah, his and his hands like, are on backwards, backwards right? Yeah. And he looks down. He's like, why didn't anyone tell me my ass was this big? <laughs> everybody's like, Mm-hmm. They all just like, no, that's dark helmet. Yeah. Huh? So then, they all grab their dicks, but that's dark yeah, helmet. Yeah, that's dark helmet. So then they like beam him back, and he's like, fuck it, this time I'm walking. And he just walks through the room, and it's like literally next door. Yeah, walks through, through one, one corridor. I love it so much. It's so genius. Uh-huh. That's what I worry about right now. So this movie came out in the 80s, what do we say, 87, 88, mm-hmm. right around there. So we were a little bit too young when it came out to understand all the good humor. Right. But as we got older, we start to get it. But do you think that kids nowadays, like, let's say, let's say you're 16, 17, mm-hmm. old enough to understand the adult humor of it. But do you think that you have an appreciation for all of just the awesome comedy, just like that? Like how, it, like that whole scene goes back and forth and then he's like, fuck it, I'm walking, just goes through the door. Like, do you think that that could be appreciated now? Because I, I don't know, me personally, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so good to me. I'm sure that that type of comedy still is prevalent. I just don't have any... Like, I can't be like, oh, yeah, this movie that's came out in the last, like, year proves that, because I don't know. I can't think of anything, but there's a lot of... Of course, we don't watch a lot of goofy comedies anymore. There's a lot of um, comedians that I listen to that are, like, newer that seem to make dumb jokes. I guess, like, like, uh, when did Napoleon Dynamite came out? They came out in, like, 2007 or 2005 or something like that, right? It was, like... I mean, it's still, like, 15 years ago, but that's... Mm-hmm, long close to 20 years past this and there was a lot of goofy ass comedy mm-hmm. like that and this you know so right it gives me faith for the human race there's a lot of funny tiktok creators that make really dumb shit that's for, like really slapsticky and they're all like like that's 20s and stuff yeah so <laughs> yeah that makes sense maybe it is but we got to make sure it doesn't get lost that's why we make stupid jokes oh yeah no all of our jokes are amazing mm-hmm. so um then where did we end off at uh, snotty and oh, his yeah. big ass getting beamed. Yep. So that's when they're like chasing down Vespa, right? Yeah, because then they're like, "Oh, hey, Princess Vespa is going to be in this area, and we could kidnap her, and then we could take all of their air, mm-hmm. right? Because they have ten thousand years of good air." Excuse me. Yep, good air. You got me there. And so then they're going to chase him down, and then that's when the uh, king calls Lone Star, and he's like, "Lone Star, you're my only hope." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if he Just says like that. Star Wars. <laughs> Help me, Lone Star. Like, we'll give you hope. one million s- simoleons. Right. And he's like, covers the mic. Fuck, that's a lot of money. And Barth's like, yeah, but you can't spend it if you're dead. Right? Because <laughs> right. Barth's, Barth's just wanting to take off. He's like, just wants to live the easy life. He doesn't yeah. need no million simoleons. Huh. But he's he going to die if he doesn't get it because pizza's going to kill him. Right. Pizza the Hut's so going to come They're kind of forced into it. Right. And so they're, they're going to go over there and try and save him, right? Right. Which is another bit of comedy that I love. They're like, oh, there's... Barf's going to, he says, oh, we're going to see us, fuck. Barf says, they're going to see us coming in. Mm-hmm. And Lone Star is not if I jam him. Yeah. <laughs> jam the radar. And then he jams him with what, raspberry? And yeah, that's like, where Dark a giant on. can of raspberry there. <laughs> and then doesn't he like 
Uh, he puts his finger in it and then he like eats it. Yeah, and he's like raspberry, raspberry. <laughs> lone star, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's like one of the first times when his helmet falls down, right? Because it like joke keeps happening over and over again when he lifts up his helmet and then starts talking and then it falls back down. Right, covers his face. Him. I love it when he comes out the first time. He's <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he's in the up. He's like, "Fuck, man, that's hard to breathe." That thing. thing. Yeah. Rick Moranis, what a genius! I love that guy. He's so good. So then they're like, okay, yeah, we will help save Princess Vespa. And then they drive up to her. And then um, they're like cruising it in space, you know, like seemingly fast because you have to drive fast in space probably. But then like Barf just like opens the door and like climbs down a ladder and then like starts like loading <laughs> no all space of her suit luggage. Or yeah. <laughs> that part was so funny. <laughs> you know, I love it. You're like that. Like that's going to happen. Right. Right. And then... Um, Lone Star's like, what's all this? And and Bar's like, it's the princess's matching luggage. The royal set. matching luggage set or something, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's got that big-ass hairdryer in there that we find later and stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, that part, so they like, they get her, right? And then they jump to light speed, right, as uh, the giant ship is about to shoot them. And then... Right, be- uh, well, because they're tractor beaming them in. Yeah. And then, but they don't know they got away yet, right? Oh, yeah, because yeah. then Lone Star, the... or not Lone Star, Dark Helmet comes in. He's like Princess Vespa, daughter. Like mm-hmm. he's got his whole talking her, yeah. Yeah, he's got his whole um, like thing about how he's kidnapped her and everything because he kidnaps the Mercedes Benz, but then they're not in it, yeah. Right. And then he's like, "Fuck!" And then uh, that's when the Wanabango drives away fast because they're right. about to capture it. And then they're like, "Crap!" They jump to light speed, and he's like. Um, we're never going to catch him. We need to go to ludicrous speed. And then they're yeah, like... one of the other best parts of the yeah. movie. <laughs> and then they're like, we can't. We've never gone that fast before, right? And he's right. like, whatever. Just do it. That part's so funny because they're like, okay, everybody buckle your seatbelt. And then Rick Moranis is like, no, I'm not going to buckle my seatbelt, you know? Right. And they hit it. And it's like light speed. And ridiculous like speed. Ridiculous speed. And then ludicrous speed or something. Right. <laughs> and then he's just sitting there hanging on. Right. Right. Like up in the air, like, oh... And then they fly over the top of the Winnebago. Mm-hmm. And then it goes all plaid. Right. And I love it because Barf's just like, they've gone plaid. They've gone plaid. <laughs> and this might be maybe my favorite part of the whole movie because they're like going and Rick Moranis is like, my brain is in my feet. And he's like, we passed him. Stop. And then the, the commander guy, he's like, we can't stop. We've got to slow down first. <laughs> and he's like, I don't care. Stop. So they like stop and he just goes like comedically flying forward and crashes into the <laughs> steering console thing. But then I love how he's just standing there and someone's like, are you okay? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm fine. How have you been? <laughs> <laughs> that part is so funny. I was like crying. I was laughing so hard every time I watched that. Maybe His helmet's all dented, yeah, in, dented in. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> Like he forgot everything that happened. He's just sitting there. He's trying to get his brain back from his uh, feet. Plus, he it's a good thing his feet went down because he would have got that con- mm-hmm. concussion. His brain would have fucking yeah. melted, bashed out been, the side of his ears or something. Would have been gone. But, um, but yeah, they way overshoot him. And so then they had to stop. So and, then you get the uh, the princess and Lone Star fighting over the intercom. Listen, motherfucker, I'm royalty. Listen, motherfucker, I'm the captain. Mm-hmm. Listen to you. And, you know, and then, right. then they shut the mics off and then they're like well he's probably some fat freaking mm-hmm. gross yeah hillbilly guy and he's like and well she's probably like, yeah, a buck tooth rogers you know yeah i know these stupid princess types and then they see each other and they're like whoa they're like damn good thing we're in the winning bingo i mean right. i'm the boss <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And then, uh, so from there. They run out of gas. They run out of gas, yeah. Yeah. Because they went too fast in light speed, huh? Yep. And then they have to crash land on not Tatooine. Yeah. They were in like desert, Wyoming. Desert land, yeah. Yeah. It's in the sand dunes of Wyoming. <laughs> okay. We're in the desert, but I want to back up a little bit first because we skipped over one of, I think, the coolest parts of the movie. Okay. When before they actually got the tractor beam on Princess Vespa and everything, and Dark uh-huh. Helmet's like, fire a warning shot across her nose, right? Right. And then he was just fucking shooting at him. And then they're almost hitting him. He's like, what are you doing? I told you to do a warning shot. And then the guy opens oh, up his helmet. He's all cross He's like, who's shooting? He's all cross And He's like, who's that? He's like, that's major asshole. Right. That's my cousin. He's like, I'm doing the best I can, sir. Right. And then he's like, well, what's his cousin's name? Philip asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just like, like you don't even catch that. Uh-uh. Like, unless you're paying attention, but you're like, Philip asshole. Right. <laughs> and then he says, well, how many assholes are around here? Yeah, and they all raise their hand. He's like, I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> just a like another little yeah. shout out bit there. I just this love all funny. the little things just because it's like, yeah, you are surrounded by assholes, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively. Yeah. There's so many like silly, just dumb jokes, you know, like um, Rick Manis is like, uh, he walks over and he's like, show me radar. And then it, then he's like, what's the matter with this thing? And then he's like, that's not the radar, sir. That's Mr. Coffee. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know it is. You know, I always like to have coffee in the morning when I'm looking, when at, I'm my looking radar. at radar. <laughs> but if you notice, like it, everything, like there's Mister Coffee and Mister Radar and like Mister Bathroom, like all of the appliances are named Mister Something in right. the movie too. Right, for sure. So it's, it's just all labeled. You have to look. All you have to do uh, is just look. Yeah, but he doesn't still. But it's just funny that because there was like Mister Coffee was like a thing back in the '80s, right? For sure. Uh, Mister Coffee's still around, but I think it was like mm-hmm. really big brand. Right. But it's just funny to see all those because they don't point the jokes out. You just have to watch it and you just catch it. You're like, oh, that thing's called like Mr. You know, Door. Yeah. Mr. Doorknob. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that was just one bit that we missed that I wanted to just kind of bring up. Just another little cool shout out to mm-hmm. Mel Brooks and Rick Moranis. Um, so back in the desert. Right. Um, so they're hauling all this heavy shit, right? He's uh-huh. like, oh, bring only what you need to survive. And then that kind of leads on to they're hauling that big trunk, right? Mm-hmm. And he opens that thing up. He throws it on the ground. He's like, what is in here? Yeah. And then she opens it's an it industrial up. industrial hairdryer. Yeah, that hairdryer is like the size of fucking It's the biggest thing in the toilet. world, yeah. So. And then, yeah, he throws it on the ground. And um, he's like, if you want it, you carry it. And then they, like, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly that. what they do. <laughs> And they travel all day, and they end up, was that the point where they ended up, like, stopping and making, like, a campfire or whatever? I think so, yeah. They're just sitting there bullshitting, and that's when Lone Star and Vespa actually start to talk, start to communicate and start, Mm because obviously they both like each other, but they won't admit it. Right. And then they're moving in. Oh, yeah, and that's when the virgin alarm goes off. Yeah, and then that's, like, Dot's big, big thing. It just, like, goes off, boom, virgin alarm, virgin alarm, she gets up and breaks them up. I've been like, you son of a bitch and robot. She, he goes to slap her, and she freaking nut punches him. Right. And he's like, uh, don't worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I say we take a break here. Okay. Listen to a little bit of commercials. Then we'll come back, hit you with a 90s movie, and then move on to the great and powerful yogurt. Yes. Take three. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, we only screwed this up a couple times, but right. that's uh, just something else to talk about. Since we're on... Spaceballs. Uh-huh. I'm going to throw a badass 90s movie at you that has had mixed reviews over the years, but without this, 
there's probably not a future for the movie franchise. Okay. I mean, there probably is, but, you know, that's just argument's sake. Hit me up with The Phantom Menace. Oh. The introduction of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. The shittiest Star Wars movie. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Star Wars movie that shouldn't exist. Um, I mean, you really like this because Darth Maul's in it. And you fucking love Darth Maul. I do love Darth Maul. Um, And a lot of people hate this movie because Jar Jar Binks in it and because Annie Bobani. Yeah, he was just a... Jar Jar was a real weird character. He was. Like, he wasn't... And I think he was like... I mean, all the Star Wars people can come at us because I'm not very versed in like the star wars canon and knowledge and everything but i'm pretty sure that jar jar was like uh, like uh george lucas like he's super like you have to have jar jar binks in it i'm pretty sure that he like fought to have that character in it as part of i think it was just for like marketing because in that way they could sell toys right maybe but um i mean the movie's cool like it's got some good fight scenes and shit right right it's i think like the weirdest thing is um like padme amadala is like quite older than Anakin, you know, and she's just like, hey, what's up? What's up, kid? <laughs> you know? Right, because they meet, and he's like, I think he's like 10, I think she's 14 or mm-hmm. so, so, I mean, I don't know that that's the character age difference is like four years. I don't know what the mm-hmm. actual actor difference is, right. you know what I mean? But, but I mean, none of these movies can have, um, like, I can't really fault any of the uh, episode one, two, and three because they all have Natalie Portman in them, and she's one of my favorite actresses, so. This is true. Like, if nothing else, then they've got her in the movies, and I love her as an And they actress, did cast so. Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. who I think he's played God multiple times. He's played Ra's al Ghul, or mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul, however you want to play, say it. He trained Darth Vader. I mean, he punches wolves for a living. Yeah. I mean, if you take his kid, he's going to get you. So He does all, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't fuck with this guy. Mm-hmm. And that, I Is think Morgan Freeman in this one, too? No. Mace Windu? No, that's uh, Sammy. Samuel. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the like in the that's probably my biggest bitch uh-huh. about this. Like the whole Jedi Council, all they do is just sit around and talk shit. Yeah, they don't do much. They're like, oh, we're the most powerful, best beans in the world and we're not doing shit. Mm-hmm. You go do it. Uh sir, I came back and did what you said, but it didn't go great. Oh, why'd you fuck that up? Oh. I just did, man. Maybe you should have done it because you're the best in the world. Yeah, but if I do it, who's gonna sit right. in this chair? You know, I really don't even like Clone Wars either. I I don't like it because I I really hate the Skywalker characters. You know, I never got big on Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, and I never got big on Anakin Skywalker just because they always they kind of just came off as whiny to me. And you know, they did have like shitty lives, right? But you know, they just sit there and whine all the time. But no, like Anakin had like he was definitely seduced by the dark side pretty geniusly right because they like um they like talk to him like look you know uh padme's gonna die like the dark the light can't save her but the dark can you know and like he loves her and everything and so like you can see why he gets like seduced by it and everything right for sure he's gonna save his his wife you just have to kill a whole but then fast forward all the way to the end children Fast forward to the end, he chokes her a little bit, uh-huh. you know, and he's just, she's like, this ain't nothing we haven't done before. Yeah. She's like, normally he force chokes me, we love it, you know, I sometimes I do it to him. And then later she just dies, mm-hmm. the droid's like, oh, there's nothing wrong, she's just gonna fucking die. Like, I can't just choose to die. Can well, you doesn't just she have, like, a, she's got something wrong with her? No, the droid literally says to Obi-Wan Kenobi, we can't find anything wrong with her medically, she's just not living. Like, she just was, like, they say she lost the will to live. The will to live. It's like, motherfucker, I just can't say that I have the will to not live and just lay down and die. Right. I, 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe. she's pretty powerful in the force too. She's just like, I'll just fucking force mm-hmm. kill myself. She could have done that. You well, never know. I don't know. But uh, I mean, whatever. So, you know. So yeah, Phantom Menace. That's yeah. Jar Jar sucks. Darth Maul is the bomb. Darth Maul's okay. And I think that's why Obi Wan Kenobi is the most powerful of all the Jedi's. Um, because he defeats Obi Wan Kenobi. Ben. Yeah. Uh, that guy that played old Ben that actually hated the Star Wars movies. Uh, Sir Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was basically Obi Wan after that. He right. could never get another role mm-hmm. with another movie or anything. They're like, they're like, no, you're Obi Wan Kenobi. Right. No. We talk about this all the time, where like actors like don't want to be known for a certain thing. Like, if I was, if if I walked down the street and they're like, you're that guy that always makes fun of um, yourself for like having a small dick on a podcast, right? I'd be like, yep. Would Boom. you like an autograph? And they're like, no, we don't. And I'd be like, okay. I mean, that was kind of bold <laughs> of me to ask, but yep, that's totally me. And I would just be fine with it, you know? Yeah. Like I sure. wouldn't, like I need to reinvent my story arc. I don't want to be known as that anymore. Like call me crazy, you know? Yeah. Like if I go work at a hospital for 30 years and I'm like the CEO of the hospital, I don't just like wake up one day and be like, I don't want to be known for this anymore. I want to be known for being the hospital, like the uh, head cash something else loaf and jug yeah like sorry yeah you know well maybe you shouldn't let fucking Darth Vader kill you like if you're a badass guitarist maybe I don't know if I'd be like nope fuck guitars I want to be a badass drummer I think know? that there's been a couple of people who have successfully done that like Dave mm-hmm. Grohl he was a badass drummer and then he's like fuck drums on the same right but I'm just like not everybody gets to be famous or gets to be known for like their one thing and then the people that do a lot of times take it for granted yeah. You know, like Jay and Silent Bob, they'll forever and gladly be Jalen's Jay and Silent Bob forever. For sure. You know, like uh, Polly Shore, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He'll always gladly be Polly Shore, you know? Yeah. And then he's it's got like, that money. He's got that Polly Shore money. Yeah. You and then you have like, like Robert Downey Jr., like he doesn't always want to be um, Iron Man. Like I always want to be Iron Man, you know? Yeah. For sure. But, so, you know, I guess they fucking killed him. So, yep. fuck you, Iron Man. Now he'll come back somehow. True. I think yeah. they left some. I read some theory that there was some like timeline where he could still be alive. The uh, um, he's gonna come back as a force ghost. Yeah, and train Spider Man. Nice. Anyways, so that is uh, the Phantom Menace. Yep, that is, and it's totally, totally the nineties. <laughs> Got him. Can you believe that we waited in line to watch fucking Jar Jar Binks? I cannot confirm nor deny. Misa, stand in line. Okay, so on that note, we're gonna get back into this. We promised some yogurt talk, right? Mm-hmm. But before we get there. Let's talk about how the fucking Spaceballs find these guys. Yeah, that's because they're on the desert. And then um, the Spaceball people, they're like, go out and find them. I want you to comb the desert. Right. Right. And then uh, they've got like a giant like comb. And then uh, one of them looks at uh, Rick Maranis and he's like, do you think we're taking him too literally? And he's like, no, he told us to comb the desert. (laughs) You know, and they're like, have you found anything? And they're like, no. And then... No, and then there's, like, the one dude, and he's carrying, like, a pick. A big hair pick, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, have you found anything? He's like, we ain't found shit. <laughs> I quote that all the time. Like, <laughs> I say I say that all the time. Like, we ain't found shit. And I it's always it. from that movie, because it's so funny how um, they just say that. And they've got, like, this tiny pick. Like, they're literally, like, never going to comb the desert, because it's so tiny. You right, know? they're just it's scratching like, yeah. the sand, just moving it. <laughs> it kind of like, reminds me of one of them little Zen gardens. Uh-huh. But, so they... They're out there combing the desert, but so they lost them because they went plaid, right? Right. And but then they're like, 
Dark Helm, it's like, how are we going to find these motherfuckers? Yeah. And then what, Major Asshole or whatever, Philip Asshole, whoever mm-hmm. his first mate is, right? right. He's, he's like, like, oh, I have an idea. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, he's hit like, up on that idea. He's like, get me Spaceballs the videotape. And then <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, like, we're still making this movie. He's like, yeah, this is a new advancement in home technology, instant movies. <laughs> You get the movie before, before the movie's out. Yeah, they're like, is this going to work? And so they like, yeah, this one, another one of my favorite parts, they like push play on the movie and then they fast forward. And then it's that part where they go ludicrous speed and then he goes flying for it. But it's just like you hear him like on the fast forward jack. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, fast, fast forward way past this part. In fact, never show this part again. <laughs> Right, and then it brings us to our quote, right? right yeah, and it goes he's to like, the quote where he just stops, and they they like jump and they look back, and it shows him looking at the camera right. and looking, and back. then he like waves his arm, and he's like, "What are we looking at? We're looking at right <laughs> We're now. We're looking at right now in the movie." But but what? Right. When did that happen? Just now, right? That's so well, that's so awesome. That's like how you talked about like the genius of like silly ass movie writing. Like that's so funny to be like write a movie, and you know, then you're like in the movie, then they watch the movie that we're making in the movie and then they get to the point in the movie where they're watching it and then we'll just like do this whole thing you know but then it was just like perfect you know like rick moranis was so fucking confused and then the <laughs> guy that knows about like home movies he's just like no we've just passed it and he's like well what is now gonna happen he's like soon you know like he's right. just he's spot on yeah and rick moranis is just so confused it's so funny so then they see him in the desert and mm-hmm. that's how they actually get to the desert right they're like fuck it let's just watch this they should have just kept watching you know? Yeah, and then they would see that they'd get blown up. And like, damn, we're going to get blown up. Uh, hey, guys, let's uh, fix that. Uh, cancel the self-destruct yeah. destruct button. Why you know? do we have that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got that work order? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then they're in the desert. And I can't even remember how. I mean, we just barely watched this movie. But I can't even remember how, like, randomly he finds, like, a hatch right. to Yogurt's little area, right? Maybe the Schwartz oh. leads him. Oh, no, yeah, they fucking fall out. And then the little oh, yeah, the Jawa. Little ding, 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 ding. Those guys. Yeah, yeah, the little Jawa. They bring him, yeah. They snatch him up and then they're like um, taking him to the yogurt palace. Later, Dark Helmet finds the little hatch door. Yeah. Randomly. I don't remember how he does it. He uses the Schwartz. He's like, he's right here. But so let's get into yogurt and the little Jawas because that scene was pretty cool too. Yogurt in the Jawas? Yeah. Is that and, when he's like talking about all the merchandising and stuff? Yeah, so he goes in there and then they're like, oh, fuck, we need to follow him, right? Because they're mm-hmm. all scared. They don't, they're like, we don't know if we should trust these guys. Right. Then they have a big statue of yogurt. And then he's got like the flaring eyeballs and then the steam and like the whole theatrics, kind of like the Wizard yeah. of Oz, right? Yeah, yeah. Then I love it. He opens up the door and it's Mel Brooks as a little Yoda. Mm-hmm. And you can obviously tell that he's kind of kneeling and just yeah. shuffling out. Yeah, which he's is shuffling. So fun. Yeah, just kneeling down. I yep. love it. And he's just like completely oh. covered in gold paint. He's like, I'm the great and powerful yogurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, oh shit, yogurt, what's up? And uh, so then he kind of answers their questions for him. I don't remember what they ask, but he's like, oh, you got to use the power of the Schwartz and you're a mm-hmm. Druish princess and yeah. whatever you know. And they make a, make a joke there like, I know a Druish person when I see one or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I'm like, that's very bad against druids and you're like he's jewish yeah <laughs> so i'm like playing off of the whole druid thing but it was uh it was good but yeah he's like but then he's like um 
there was like a really big dig at uh, the Star Wars franchise, like everything merchandising. He's like, Spaceballs the lunch pail. Spaceballs the, you know, gold paint to paint yourself like me. Spaceballs the vibrator. <laughs> you know, all these different things. And that, that is like Star Wars. You know, like, like how much money can everything. we make off of toys and t-shirts? Mm-hmm. He's like, that's where the real money's at. Right, for sure. I mean, look at the Mandalorian right mm-hmm. now. I mean, why do you think they put the little baby Yoda in there? Yeah. Fucking toys. Toys, yeah. Like they're going to make some money off of the Disney Plus, but they're going to make a shitload of money off of the mm-hmm. toys. That's what we need to do. That's basically the 80s, the merchandise. There yeah, There you go. Soon we have a new logo coming. What if like um, that company... That makes like the um, like the fleshlights and stuff. Wanted to do like a mold of our mouth. Oh. Like that's basically the eighties mouth mold. Mouth mold. I'd let him do it. Yeah, for sure. For not long dicks. No, that, that <laughs> wouldn't be mine because I can't open my mouth very big. But it would know. just look in yours and be like, "There's no tonsils in there." Mm-hmm. And underline it'd be like, "Chris never noticed." <laughs> For sale <laughs> for $59.99. Dude, I would totally market that. I don't care. Yeah, I'd sell out. I mean, yeah. who wants to give us money? I'll do Shit. something. You know, it's 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so that's uh, Spaceballs. That's and they, merchandising. Oh, and they talked about that, too. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, and what about Spaceballs 2, the sequel? Which never happened. Unfortunately, never happened. Mel Brooks. Um, I know. God damn it. What's the deal? They're all still alive, probably. So I mean, except for Barf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He is kind of dead. And Pizza the Hut. Oh, yeah. He ate himself to death, huh? But, you know, you could, like, do a, a sequel. Like, instead of Spaceballs, you could do, like, go back and do a not Jar Jar Binks sequel mm-hmm. or prequel. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant, a prequel. The Pizza Awakens. Ooh, there you go. That'd be kind of cool. Um, Have a battle between Domino's and Pizza the Hut. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be like Domino's. Domino. Like a whole battle of, like, trashy women from the 70s. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Trashy women. I do. I love that song. Like, I like my women just a little on the trashy side. <laughs> you remember that song? Yeah. Confederate it's from Railroad. Confederate Railroad. Yeah. I actually have a signed bandana from their oh, entire Jesus. band. You got to throw that away. <laughs> oh, that song is pretty good, though. But yeah, they could be playing that song while they were running in to try and battle uh, the Pizza the Huts. You know? Yeah, that'd be cool. It's the crossover <laughs> we need. Yeah, we should make that movie. <laughs> So, anyways, kind of moving on. Okay. Then later, uh, fucking Dark Helmet, uh-huh. he puts a little force vision into Princess Vesper, right? Yeah. And she's like, he's like, hey, girl, this is your dad. Come outside. Mm-hmm. I promise we're the good guys. Yep. Right? And she's like, oh, shit, Dot. Let's she's not like, wake yeah. anybody up and tell them we're here. Let's just go out there. He's like, you can tell it's me, daughter, because I got all these curly-ass fucking locks in my hair. Right. I look like Benjamin Franklin with a little bit of... He did look like fucking curly-haired. <laughs> like Benjamin Franklin, but with... But with, like, well, blonde hair instead of white. Yeah, and then, uh, like, 19 Renaissance-era French people. Yeah. Like, with their like little tight pants. Yeah, yeah. And you got, like, the... What the fuck were those pants called? They, like, go to the just above their knee, and they're all puffy, and then you got tights on with a little fucking... Yeah. Jingle I don't bell. Know. I think it's like the Baruch style, though. That was the okay. style. I don't know what the pants are called. So, yeah. So then she's like, shit, what's up, dad? Mm-hmm. And then they snatch her up because it's obviously not the dad, yeah. right? He's like, gotcha, bitch. Right. And she faints in his arms. And he's like, oh. ooh. And so then later it shows him up in the torture chamber, right? They're on the, tele- the teleconference. They're like Skyped in or yep. Zoomed. I guess it'd be Zoom now, right? Not Skype. Skype's mm-hmm. old news. Yep. So they're Zooming with the uh, fucking real dad. And they got her chained up, and he's like, you see this doctor and this nurse over here? They're going to make her nose back to regular nose. Mm-hmm. He's like, shit. 
Shit, that thing was <laughs> no good. That was a no. That was a no goes nose, mm-hmm. right? Nose goes. So, well, give me a little bit of input or thoughts about that scene, particularly the nurse. Yeah, that was just Mel Brooks. Like, let's get a big titty nurse chick, and then she doesn't do anything but move shit around, and then we'll just have him like bury the doctor. Just like bury his face in her boobs later. Right, you know? for sure. That definitely was like the stereotype back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. It's and like the big oh, boob nurse. And the, and like the sex fantasy, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you fall out, you get hurt, and then you got this big hot nurse coming to take care of you. Night mm-hmm. nurses. Yeah, and she unbuttons her blouse or mm-hmm. her, I guess you have scrubs now, there's no buttons on it, but what was it, like a lab coat? Probably. Whatever. Unbuttoning the two extra buttons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then he's like, okay, fine, I'll give you all the air. And then uh, Vespa's like, no, don't do it. And he's like, okay, I won't do it. He's like, give me that code. Mm-hmm. motherfucker right yeah the best <laughs> code in the world he's like okay one two three four five <laughs> and then the dark helmet dark was like, like that's what kind of code is that that's like a, that's code, like a code of moron or whatever their luggage no, yeah only some moron have it and then uh uh the mel brooks yeah. yeah he's just like i have that exact same combination on my luggage <laughs> and they all look at each other <laughs> like oh shit he's like set course for druidia and change my luggage password. And you know for a fact that they just changed it to 54321 instead oh, yeah. of 126349. Right? 696969. Yeah, that's true. So, like on uh 30 minutes or less. Oh yeah, love that movie. <laughs> How do you remember the code? It's not important. <laughs> so then they move on to Druidia. Uh-huh. And then they fucking blast in the Winnebago and they're like, "Oh shit, that's a transformer, you know?" Mm-hmm. Which another good shout out cuz the transformers right. were huge in the 80s, right? Mhm. And so then it's sitting there transforming, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a badass, like, Megatron motherfucker, mm-hmm. right? Turns into a maid. Maidatron. Yeah, Maidatron. I actually don't know what it's called, but that's what I thought was Maidatron. Mm-hmm. And so then they hook up that vacuum and it just starts sucking. Yeah, just puts a vacuum on there. How are they going to get all the air out? Yeah, and the vacuum starts sucking it all up. And then and then the, they, they just... Uh, that's when Lone Star taps in, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I should just use the shorts. And then he flips it from... On to reverse, like they could have just not had a reverse button, right? Well, they had to because in the movie he's like, they've changed from yeah. suck to it's blow. Gone, she's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of the most quoted parts of the movie too. That's true. Like everything Mel Brooks mm-hmm. is awesome. Gone from suck to blow. Right. And speaking of that, just a quick shout out to uh, Dark Helmet. Uh-huh. Every time he gets pissed, no matter what, everybody stops and grabs their balls, right? Because they think that he's just going to shrink him, right? Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, they get the air blowing back into Druidia, right? Right. And then don't they do board the ship. <laughs> they fly the Winnebago into her ear, right? And they do a little navigating in there. And yeah. Then they find a little hole in there, right? They're like, there's a self-destruct button in there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a little more detailed than in Star Wars. Like, he's just like, oh, fly over here and shoot that hole. Yeah. You know, anybody can just shoot a hole. Right. You know? But mm-hmm. it takes some... I guess you Precision. would just call it, like, Star Wars, you just had that hole, you get in, get out, get done. Mm-hmm. This one, Spaceballs, you got to get in there and you got to find that right spot, like, to kind of get navigate to, uh-huh. to the TLG spot. Yeah. So then, so then they get in there, and then they got to save the girl, mm-hmm. and give us a little thoughts about that, like, just the whole saving the girl. Um, Is that where she's singing? Yeah. And they're like, oh, who knew? She's a bass. <laughs> yeah, she's just um, singing the dis- despair song. Yeah. The part is pretty cool. But, I mean, yeah, they do, like, the classic, like, beat up some stormtroopers and then get their helmets and costumes and everything and then go and break her out and right. everything. And then they find that spot. 
and they're about to self-destruct, but then Dark Helmet shows up, and he's like, surprise, bitch, we're fighting. Right, and then they pull out their little Schwartz mm-hmm. swords. He's like, oh, your Schwartz is as big as mine. How would that feel? Like, if you had a sword, laser sword coming out of a ring on your finger, uh-huh. and you started fighting with that thing, wouldn't that just, like, break your finger eventually, or wouldn't that just yeah, hurt? Yeah, it probably hurt lot? your wrist pretty good. Yeah. You know? But, but then they get their Schwartzes tingled up, and they have to, like, jump off each other. Right, for sure. <laughs> and he's like, I'll just put my foot here and just push mm-hmm. them. I love it. It's so funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. But um, oh, how does he? How does he defeat him? I can't remember. So they end up pulling their Schwartz apart, uh-huh. and then Dark Helmet's like, "Oh man, let's just be friends here. Put her there." And oh yeah. He pulls his ring off and throws it down the grating. <laughs> he's like, right? I can't believe you fell for it. <laughs> right. And then he's like, "Oh shit! Now my Schwartz ring is gone." Uh-huh. And so Dark Helmet's doing his little victory dance. Yeah, and Yogurt's like, "The Force. I just got that ring out of a Cracker Jack box. The Schwartz, the Schwartz is new. new. Yeah." And so then he gets like steals the shaving cream from a random dude over there shaving. Yeah. And does he spray him in the face or does he throw it at him or something? I think he just does something. But mm-hmm. then uh, Dark Helmet like falls backwards and I think his big ass helmet hits the button. I think. I maybe Or maybe he throws the fucking... I think he like goes to like shoot him with something and then it doesn't he like bounce it off something and then it explodes on him and he falls back and hits his helmet on it. Maybe that's it, yeah. Something like that. But yeah, he hits the self-destruct button himself. And then all of the people are like, fuck, gotta get right. out of here because then they're escaping, right? Mm-hmm. And... Which is kind of ironic that the last three people are Dark Helmet and the, his first mate, right? Right. And the president. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think they would be lined up to get out of there? Excuse me, first. get out of there first? You'd think so, yeah. But even, like, the circus bear got out first? Yeah, because there was all kinds of people coming out of the woodworks. There was, like, toy vendors and... The bearded lines, lady. The bearded lady. And then a random bear came mm-hmm. up there and jacked them up a little bit. So that was pretty cool. And then they explode, and they go falling down to Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Or not Earth, or wherever they went. Right. But that was another cool scene, because like, that's how Planet of the Apes ends, the original one oh, with yeah. Charleston Heston. Mm-hmm. It's like he finds his way out of there or whatever, flies off, but then he lands somewhere, and on the beach is just the Statue of Liberty's head. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, right. or something. I don't remember what he does. <laughs> but it was just cool, because then he... They come crawling out of the nose, and the fucking apes are like, this place has got shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they fucking, uh, like, save the day, obviously, right? Right, and they deliver the princess. And then... And then they fuck off out of there, and yeah. they're going to their little diner, right? Oh, yeah, they go to the diner at the edge of the world, or the edge of the universe, or whatever. Right. And, and then... that was, that was kind of like another little shout-out to Barf and his tale we talked about. Oh, yeah, because that's when his tail goes up her dress, huh? Right, and all of the um, people working at the diner are kind of like a continuation of Mel Brooks and his nurse. Because mm-hmm. then you've got the la- the waitress out there who's super hot, short right. dress with her boobs hanging out. And then you've got the lady in the back and Barf's even like, she's like, oh, what do you want? And he's like, oh, I'll take the cleavage. Right. I mean, uh... <laughs> I mean I'll mean, i take the special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And then his tail goes up her skirt, skirt yeah. and kind of tickles her on the mm-hmm. old cheekies and then yeah that's where when the uh the like scene where they do the shout out to alien and the right. guy like the alien jumps out and starts singing and dancing and they're like what did he did he order the special and she's like yeah and he's like shit i'll have the eggs and just give me the check please yeah, i don't want anything like check please or whatever <laughs> yeah um but then he like finds out he's a prince, right? And so then he goes and wants to marry. And then he right because they get back on the Winnebago and Barf's like, "I'm really hungry, man." And he throws him the fucking 
fortune cookie, right? Mm-hmm. He cracks it open and Yogurt's like, yo, dog, just so you know, this little symbol means you're a prince. Your mom and dad was a king. I'm not going to tell you where they were king and queen of or why they abandoned your ass, but right. you're a prince. And then he just runs in there with his fucking sweet ass suit. Yeah. He's got that badass suit going already. Right. And then uh, he's like, this symbol says I'm a prince. And they're like, oh, fuck. I, nobody Shit. knows what that means, but mm-hmm. I'll believe you. Sleepy's like, all right. And then he fucks off fuck. and then they get married. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, it's the end. Then Dot, like, what's pre- her? She says. Uh, she's like, I guess my virgin alarm's no good anymore. She doesn't really have anything to do now, you mm-hmm. know? She's going to be changing diapers for the rest of her freaking career. Yep. So that's it. You got anything else you want to hit on? Yeah, I think uh, that's basically it for the movie, but I wanted to um, talk about our Patreon a little bit because we've been doing a lot of good stuff over there, I think. I mean, uh, you know, just releasing an extra bonus episode every week and then... um, Well, we do a bonus banters Mm -hmm. and random topics, and then we've done a full-on... Movie yeah, bonus. We're going to start doing yeah. more of those. Yep. And some new merchandise coming down. We had a local artist uh, drop something from a joke we made in one of our first or second episodes that we kind of really liked and excited to throw that on some shirts and mugs and stuff, you know, and get that out. For sure. Uh, and, you know, all of that support uh, on Patreon really goes to help growing our podcast and everything, which is, you know, something that we're always trying to do. Yep, and remember to get on iTunes and give us a rating there because yep. that's how they do a lot of their um, yeah, review on there. A five star, four or five star review would be great, and um, you know, comments if you, if you've enjoyed the show, we would like to shout those out. Right on for sure, an upcoming episode. Send us some DMs on Twitter and on Instagram, and as always, hit us up with some emails, and we'll answer your questions. We'll shout you out. We'll we want to talk to you guys a little bit. Um, anything else, Corey? I don't think so. What are we watching next week? Well, as we all heard, the late, great Sean Connery has passed away. Right. 90 years and a so, great career. Mm-hmm. So I think we should do one of his big hits from the 80s. Sure. Which one? How about The Untouchables? Oh, that's you know, a cool one. I've never seen it, but let's watch it. Neither have I. It's going to be <laughs> awesome for both of us. So you know what that is? That's basically the 80s. <laughs>